This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, May 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Tariff showdown adverted. Refinery waivers sore spot for corn states. Purdue, more work to do on NAFTA. And lawmakers recruiting food waste fighters. Deals and extensions advert a tariff showdown. President Trump extended tariff negotiations with Canada, Mexico, and the European Union, avoiding a trade crisis for at least 30 days. The White House announced its delay of the steel and aluminum tariffs last night, just hours before a midnight deadline. The administration separately reached agreements in principle with Argentina, Australia, and Brazil, and finalized a deal with South Korea. Trump's threat of the steel and aluminum tariffs has helped fuel fears that U.S. agriculture exports will face retaliatory action. Pruitt pressed on timeline for allowing E-15 use year-round. Senators from major corn-growing states are pressing EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt to say when he will fulfill President Trump's commitment to allow 15% ethanol blends to be sold year-round. In a letter to Pruitt yesterday, 18 senators from both sides of the aisle ask for a rulemaking schedule to clarify how the agency will make this change to allow higher ethanol blends access to the marketplace. The letter didn't mention the record number of waivers from the renewable fuel standard that EPA has given to small refineries over the past year. But the subject was on the mind of Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley after Reuters reported that EPA granted a hardship waiver to CVR Energy, which is owned by former Trump advisor Carl Icahn. By handing out hardship waivers to highly profitable big oil refining companies, Administrator Pruitt is undermining the integrity of the renewable fuel standard, Grassley said. Purdue, still a lot of work to do on NAFTA. Plenty has been accomplished in recent weeks as the U.S., Mexico, and Canada ramped up efforts to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement. There's still plenty left to do, according to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. Negotiators for all three countries were expected to complete talks this week, but now plan to resume negotiations in Washington on May 7th. Perdue said yesterday, we're hopeful and optimistic that it will be completed very soon. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is taking a break from the NAFTA talks and heading this week to China with Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin to try to resolve the growing trade disputes between the two countries. Lawmakers look to stop food waste. Just in time for the Farm Bill debate, a pair of lawmakers are trying to round up congressional support for reducing the amount of food that goes to waste. Democratic Representative Shelley Pingree of Maine and Iowa Republican David Young forming the House Food Waste Caucus and hope to attract additional members from both political parties. A recent USDA study found that Americans waste nearly one pound of food per person every day. The farm bill that the House is expected to debate later this month would create a food loss and waste reduction liaison at USDA that to coordinate programs for measuring and reducing food waste. But Pinkrey proposed legislation that would take a number of other steps to address the issue, including regulation for date labeling and tax incentives for reducing waste. Pinkrey says food waste is a staggering problem and a lost opportunity. 
Minnesota opens comment period on groundwater protection proposal. Minnesota residents have until July 26th to file public comments on the state's proposed groundwater protection rule. The Minnesota Department of Agriculture says the proposed rule would regulate the use of nitrogen fertilizer in areas of the state where soils are vulnerable to leaching and where drinking water supplies have high nitrate levels, the agency said. The department also said the goal of the proposed rule is to work with local farmers to reduce elevated nitrate levels in groundwater. The state said a final rule should be out by the end of the year. Arkansas Supreme Court says dicamba ruling in county court. The Arkansas Supreme Court upheld a ban on the use of dicamba by soybean and cotton growers in the state. The court yesterday stayed a ruling in one county that allowed nearly 40 growers to skirt the ban on the herbicide. The court stay was the latest of three it issued, affecting the circuit court orders that had initially allowed about 155 growers to use dicamba. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge says the decision means the dicamba ban is in full force across the entire state. The ban runs from April 16th through October 31st. There are exemptions for the use of dicamba in pastures, rangeland, turf, ornamental, direct injection for forestry, and for home use. Purdue welcomes new leaders for five USDA offices. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue presided over the swearing-in of five senior officials at the department's Witten Building yesterday. Sworn in, Ken Isley as Foreign Agriculture Service Administrator. Martin Barbary as Risk Management Agency Administrator. Joel Baxley as Rural Housing Service Administrator. Ken Johnson as Rural Utility Service Administrator. And Bet Brand as Rural Business Cooperative Service Administrator. Asked when he expected future swearing-in ceremonies, Purdue said, I wish I knew. He noted that he still needs some additional undersecretaries and is waiting to make some lower-level appointments until undersecretaries are in place for those mission areas. Purdue said, I'm the kind of person that doesn't believe it's fair to me to choose these administrators that are going to implement these programs without the undersecretary being in place. USDA backs specialty crops with $7 million in grants. USDA announced $7 million in grants to develop solutions to cross-state challenges facing specialty crops. The Agricultural Marketing Service said the grants will help fund 11 projects in six states. One grant of nearly $750,000 will fund the Texas Department of Agriculture's work with Texas A&M and the University of California on a project to improve nitrogen use efficiency and food safety in spinach production. Other grants will support efforts to develop a regional approach to downy mildew and cucurbits and to develop a reliable, customized biocontrol for fusarium wilt of the tomato. Here's today's He Said It. I feel safe, I'm just less important. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, after being asked by a reporter whether he feels secure despite having a noticeably smaller security detail than some other cabinet secretaries. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, May 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.